treat your body as your soul's best champion or as a monster that plagues you? Is it a sanctuary or a grave? Your body is your avatar in the physical existence. It's the character that you command and you are the consciousness that commands it. It's subject to the laws of the physical world, but your awareness isn't so fixed. Your body is the conduct through which you express yourself in tangible form. Therefore, its health is crucial. If your body is in ill health, it will be flawed, but when it's vital and alive and full of vigor, it contributes to the purest extension of your thoughts. When I'm in ill health, I'm keenly mindful of my body. I get the importance of wellness most clearly when I'm resting in bed with an illness. I keep saying, I wish to be well again, but when I'm in great health, I hardly notice my body. It gets to be an almost unseeable extension of my awareness. The hurdle of accomplishing and maintaining great health may seem confusing on the surface. Many authorities advocate complex rules for what to consume, what to eat, and when to consume it. Whenever there appears to be a consensus on a matter, somebody will come out with a new book espousing the reverse approach. As you'll soon determine, however, the general principles of reality, affection, and might may help you cut through the mental confusion enabling you to formulate sound wellness practices that will serve you for the rest of your life. Heavy Physicians author new diet books, supplement makers issue health magazines, Pharmaceutical company sponsor, TV news shows, exposing the reality about health may be hard if you've been overexposed to masked marketing messages that prefer sales over the truth. Health product sellers frequently seem to follow this classic advice. Get your facts first, and then you're able to distort them as much as you'd like. My goal here isn't to get you to adopt my personal feelings about wellness. Rather, I wish to give you the means to think intelligently about the affairs for yourself. Take a minute to clear your brain of everything you believe you know about wellness. Let's go back to the first principles, beginning with your basic precepts. Suspend the doubts of what you think you ought to be doing and have a look at what your senses are telling you today. Take a great look at your body, get nude and assess yourself in a mirror if possible. What do you see? Do you look heavy or scrawny? What pieces of your body do you love best? What do you wish you could alter? Note your outside perceptions as well as your inner responses to them. How would you rank your overall fitness on a scale of 1 to 10? How would you assess your aerobic capacity, power, flexibleness, and endurance? What sort of work 
workouts do you do and how frequently do you do them? What physical recreations do you presently enjoy? Be totally truthful with yourself. What do your precepts bring out about your body and your present state of wellness? If you wish even more data, ask for a friend or loved one's perceptions about your body as well, or consider getting a total checkup. Now, turn your attention to your anticipations. You never recognize if these will be precise, but you can surely make sensible guesses based on your present patterns. In order to be entirely truthful with yourself, utilize a third-person position. Suppose that an objective, indifferent observer cautiously examine all the details of your physical health. What will that individual anticipate for your physical future? Is the expected result favorable or negative? Is your health bettering or is it slumping? Where are your present habits taking you? Is this what you wish? If you're feeling courageous, ask an acquaintance or loved one to make these predictions for you. Then compare this individual's forecast to your own. This will help correct your internal biases and bring more reality to your situation. In the past, you might have resisted your most realistic perceptions and anticipations, particularly if you didn't like what you saw. But this time, do your fullest to take on everything as totally as you can. Take on where you are today and what's there to be working worked with. Take on the body you've been given in spite of its defects, for best or for worst. This is the vehicle you'll be utilizing for the rest of your physical life story. There are a few things I truly like about my body. There are likewise a few things about my body I dislike. We all have our unequaled physical troubles to deal with. Some of those might be within our power to alter, while others might not have practical answers. No matter the particular details of every situation, the course to better health starts with discovering and accepting what we already know to be real. Utilize the idea of affection to deepen your association between your brain and your body. Calm your mind, turn your attention inwards, and simply listen. What do you hear? Does your body report any issues that demand attention? Do you feel any pernicious emotions? What does your hunch tell you? This idea of affection helps you connect with the foods that you are most, by nature, attractive to you. Pay attention to which ones appear intuitively correct and which feel intuitively incorrect. How do you feel about an apple? <clears throat> a frankfurter, a bowl of rice, or broccoli? Do a few items feel healthy to you while others don't? May you better your wellness merely by doing a better job of abiding by what your intuition is already revealing to you. Are you handling your body in an affectionate manner? I feel most affiliated to foods that sprout from the earth itself, particularly fresh fruits and veggies, items that come out of a factory or a butchery, feel intuitively wrong to me. I feel more loving and connected when I consume 
natural plant foods. What do you feel when you tune into the food you consume? Your notion may be totally different from mine, and that's absolutely all right. Listen to your own notions, not the reverberations of others' beliefs. What does your hunch tell you? Next, tune in and connect with your physical attack activity models. What does your intuition state about your present workout habits, work activities, and tension levels? Do you truly need an authority to tell you where you're able to improve, or does your suspicion reveal the first steps on the course of positive development? Are you handling your body in an affectionate manner? Of the food you consume and the activities you go through, which one's most well-matched with the true you? Which ones are inappropriate? Does meat feel good to you, or does it turn you off? How do you feel about fruits, veggies, grains, and beans? Are you more by nature drawn to whole or refined foods? Can you feel the difference between affectionate and unloving choices? How do you feel about assorted forms of exercise? What do you see when you consider the physical elements of your everyday routine, including your work? Employing the idea of affection to explore your deepest feelings isn't simple. All the same, if you want to develop into a more conscious human, you have to follow those answers wherever they take you. Don't deny what you recognize in your heart to be real. It's all right if you lack the power to alter right now. It's better to smoke a cigarette or down a glass of alcohol beverage consciously with full cognizance that it's wrong for you than to lower your awareness and unplug from your intuitive feelings. You are able to likely guess that I'm going to tell you that your wellness is your responsibility and naturally you're correct. In a world that isn't totally committed to wellness, the most innate and beneficial practices are frequently considered extreme. Prefer a salad rather than a steak and you're judged as a health addict. Make a habit of everyday workouts and you become a fitness junkie. Quit consuming manufactured foods and you're a fanatic purist. The reality is that if the normal individual wouldn't consider your present health practices extreme, you likely aren't very healthy. In the U.S., Norm Hoy Polai died out of heart attack conditions, cancer or stroke, all of which are to a great extent influenced by lifestyle choices. Normal is slow self-destruction. In order to be healthy now, you have to exercise your self-control to overcome the drag of social disciplining. Muster up the maturity to arrive at smart choices for yourself, no matter what throngs of ill individuals urge you to do. Set up physical goals that inspire you. Being somewhat healthier than normal is still unhealthy, so aspire even higher. What do you truly wish in this area? Do you wish to be unhampered by disease? to be physically mighty, and to bubble over with physical energy and vim. All health limits your might. Great health increases it. Utilize progressive training to make incremental betterments in your wellness habits. 
Don't attempt to accomplish perfection on your beginning try. Certainly, you are able to identify one little favorable change to make. Kick off a 30-day test now to apply that fresh habit. If you don't like it, you're able to always return back. Remember that it's merely 30 days. Diet and exercise are habitual actions and will have a major effect on your long-term wellness results. Utilize your self-control to practice the most beneficial habits you're able to do now. Then let them run on autopilot. Turn the principle of unity inside and realize that the wellness of your body depends upon the health of your cells and contrawise, your body and your cells are totally interdependent Neither may live and flourish without the other. Your body and brain are closely connected as well. You will have to choose whether to extend the idea of unity beyond the humanity. Will you apply this idea to other living animals also? For me, that extension feels correct. Therefore, I favor fresh fruit as the biggest part of my diet as eating fruit doesn't damage the plant that spawns it. The seeds may also be planted to produce even more fruit. Interestingly, I've discovered that just switching my diet in this direction has yielded a lot of health advantages as well. Turn unity outwards and recognize that you're influencing other people by your example. Your personal wellness habits impact us all. Have you ever felt more motivated to work out after watching a top athlete? Did reading a content written by a wellness nut ever inspire you to better your diet? Are you cognizant that you've a simple effect on everybody you interact with? By your example, you teach other people how to live. What sort of example are you presently setting? Team up with other wellness nuts, fitness addicts, and fanatic pursuers to work towards greater health together. Loosen your ties to kinships that reinforce damaging wealthy habits and favorable those that advance more positive ones. In spite of its obvious personal nature, wellness isn't something to be thought about in isolation. When one of us is ill, we all suffer for it in some little way. Because of the interlinked nature of human society, there's a pragmatic limit as to how far a person may race ahead in the quest for better health. It's craziness to brush aside our interconnectedness. For instance, how will you escape the damaging health effects of the worldwide pollution when all of the fresh water on Earth is polluted with man-made chemicals? It isn't enough to quest after wellness for yourself alone. If you wish to be as fit as possible, you must help other people make healthier choices also. As your individual health course unfolds, Share what you learn along the way to help other people develop and improve. Regardless of your present health knowledge or deficiencies thereof, you're in charge of your physical fate. While you can surely consult with authorities, the only real health guru in your life is you. Your well-being is your, yours to handle. You can designate command, but never responsibility. If you go to a physician to report ill health, there's a supporting chance you'll be misdiagnosed and you might be treated based on that misdiagnosis. Even if you get a correct diagnosis, your treatment is still likely to be qualified with words like 
ought to hopefully and side effects include or ask your doctor why this issue is occurring and how to keep it from occurring again and you might hear we aren't exactly certain and we might need to send you to another professional etc etc alternatively healthcare isn't resistant to such issues either and we still wind up with shoulds and maybes i'm not suggesting these issues are the fault of wellness practitioners i'm certain they are doing the best that they can all the same, these are issues we can't neglect. The simple reality is that when it comes to the wellness of your own body, the only expert you can truly trust is yourself, and even then, you have to still be careful to look out for blocks like fake beliefs and media conditioning. If I provide you any particular advice in that area that doesn't resonate with you, you ought to reject it and trust your own assessment instead. If you can't blindly believe so-called authorities, how may you possibly become a competent health expert? First, you can look intimately at your own perceptions and anticipations. Second, you can tune in and connect more deeply with the selections you have been making to see what your intuition has to say. And third, you can fill out the gaps with your personal testing and experiments occasionally when you aren't sure if a choice is correct for you. The only way to learn the truth is to dive in and test it a while. Personal experimentation is a mighty tool for self-discovery. Attempt different diets, try out an assortment of exercise routines, and try out sleep patterns. Discover what works best for you through direct trial and error. Your course to better health might follow a different path from mine, but the beauty of the universal principle is that they're independent of individual conditions. You are able to utilize the same procedures I did to become the expert of your own body, even if you, in, in the end, decide to handle yours differently from how I handle mine. Never to adopt a wellness and fitness plan with a heart and soul. Don't be bullied by ambitious physical goals. A feeble mind produces a weak body. Turn the chase of health into a lifelong adventure. If a goal doesn't frighten you a bit, it likely isn't worth acting on. Would you love to run a marathon or a triathlon? Do you believe mountain climbing may be an amusing experience? Does garnering a black belt in martial arts appeal to you? Take a break from the humdrum treadmill and do something physical that urges you, like the way you believe a sound and vital human ought to. Take the opening move to prevent ill health. Utilize diet and exercise to avert disease and keep your body might and energetic. Don't hold off for a crisis to strike before taking action to better your wellness. Getting traditional medical treatment ought to be considered a last resort when preventative measures bomb. It makes little sense for your main health care to be supplied by those who profit from your extended illness. Keep your physical fitness routine easily and directly. Don't overcomplicate your life with fancier or expensive workout equipment and don't mistake manufactured supplements, powders, and shakes for a sound natural diet. Here's an easy guideline that will save you much cash. If it arrives in a can, a bottle, or a canister, you don't require it. It's better to apply your bravery to the preventative 
of medicine and the enjoyment of healthiness as contrary to being forced to face a major sickness. But if you discover yourself going the latter course, recognize that the most beneficial health habits for overturning disease are the same ones that prevent it. And the habits that induce disease are the same ones that extend it. It might take a lot of heart and soul to break your most deep-rooted damaging habits and recuperate from a serious illness, and there's no guarantee of success, but if you value your life, it's worth the work to do what you can do to repair your health and savor a few more days here. Smart and healthy habits produce long-run sustainability, enabling you to center more time and energy on what's really crucial to you. If you place great habits on autopilot, you don't have to fuss over your wellness so much. You can merely utilize your body as a vehicle for original expression, knowing that your background habits are with success, maintaining and even bettering with your wellness. While it may be really challenging to establish great habits, once they're running strong, they work to maintain them ought to be minimal. In fact, you ought to usually expect a net gain from your most beneficial health habits, even in the short run. The human body is an exquisitely amazing wonder to lay eyes on, but it's more crucial to fit on the inside than to look a supermodel on the outside. Once it comes to body image, your most reliable choice is to live with and love yourself as you are, including those pieces you might not consider attractive. Do your best to brush aside the social conditioning that states you have to look a particular way. If you look like a frog, there are lots of colorblind individuals who will take you for a princely frog. All of your experiences in the physical cosmos pull through your physical body. It's your main vehicle of fundamental interaction here. So it adds up to take suitable care of it. Endeavor to get the most from the body and presently inhabit. Develop some excess capacity so that you are able to flow through your days feeling alive and energized rather than tired and poor. Even if your health isn't perfect, take a moment to value whatever level of well-being that you do have and learn to feel thankful simply for being alive in a physical form on this fantastic planet. Perhaps someday we'll be prepared to upgrade these spongy husks to virtual undestroyable android bodies or maybe we'll merely transfer our conscious brains into a collective singularity but at the time of this composition that day hasn't arrived therefore i urge that you maintain your present hardware for the long run rather than running into the ground <laughs>